helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns. Kia ora, and hi, I'm Craig Johns, and welcome to episode 113 of the Active CEO Podcast where we are decoding the next segment of breaking the CEO code. Today, we're talking about people. Serve people who matter. Employees are the heartbeat of a company. What happens if the heart stops beating? It's important for us to understand that people can be your greatest assets, but they can also be your greatest liabilities. And I often say, people don't leave companies, they leave managers. So how are you serving people who matter in your company? Do they have a common purpose that they're aligned to? Is there a collective intelligence are their collaborative behaviors. Employees who have been pushed to the point that they no longer care will no longer go the extra mile. People are our greatest assets. So it's important that you serve those who matter through a coaching leadership approach where you create a growth and learning environment. Now you may ask why? Employees are the first line. They know the what and the how your customers are thinking. They are on the ground and they know what needs to get done for the company to operate effectively. So how are we gonna do that? Well, you need to instill certain attributes into the company and it comes from your leadership. You need to ensure there's ownership and accountability among your employees. You need to provide an environment where there's initiative and dedication. People feel pride, value and impact. There is creativity. There is proactive communication and they're involved in effective conflict management. We're gonna dive into coaching leadership a little bit later on in this episode. But first I wanna talk a little bit around servant leadership. You know, are you being a servant leader who shares the power, puts the needs of the employees first, and helps people develop and perform as highly as possible? To be a servant leader, your focus needs to be on others, especially your team members and employees, before you consider your own. You're very good at acknowledging other people's perspectives. You give them the support they need to meet their work and personal goals. You involve them in decisions where appropriate and build a sense of community within your team. 
This leads to higher engagement, more trust and stronger relationships with team members and other stakeholders. Which quite often leads to increased innovation. The three best investments a company can make, from my point of view, are one. Effective recruitment and selection. Number two, targeted training. And number three, knowledge sharing. Really, really important. Training, sharing knowledge, and most importantly, the number one, recruitment and selection. So let's dive into coaching leadership here a little bit. So we talked about serving, you know, that serving aspect of being there for your employees, helping them grow and evolve, which then in turns helps the company grow and evolve. So coach leadership. Is a leadership style where a leader is directly involved in the development of their people seeking to advance their both personal and professional growth? They help people build on their strengths. They recognize their weaknesses and help improve their skills. Thus, a coaching leader helps employees align their personal goals and career aspirations and recognize how it all fits together. I'm going to talk about now the leadership talent cycle. So the first one in the talent cycle, and if you can imagine a triangle and we're at each point, there is a different aspect of talent. And it, and, there is, and it works in a circular motion and it's continuous. The first part is talent identification. And this is through effective recruitment practices. The second part, so the bottom right-hand corner, talent development through a coach leadership approach. And the third component of the leadership talent cycle is talent performance. And this is in the bottom left-hand corner of the triangle through removing barriers and getting out of the way as a leader. So you allow your, your talent, your people to perform. So those again, number one, talent identification. Number two, talent development. And number three, talent performance. Let's now look at the next phase of the talent leadership talent cycle. So the next phase is leadership growth triad. And what it is is three talent cycles. So it's that same cycle of talent identification at the top of the triangle, talent development at the bottom right, and talent performance at the bottom left. So we're now going into that, as we said, the leadership growth triad. Now what we do is we have that first talent cycle and that's all about recruiting employees to an organization. So when you recruit them, you identify them, then you develop them and then you let them perform. Okay, so that's your new employees into an organization. The second talent cycle in the leadership growth triad is Recruit mentors who train. So you recruit mentors who train the employees who have just arrived at the organization. So these mentors, 
will then come in and they will teach. So you identify them first at the top of the, the cycle. You then, they then develop. So they train the next group of employees and they allow them to perform. And then the third aspect of the leadership growth chart is recruit coaches who inspire. So from a leadership point of view, you've got employees who then become mentors to the employees. And then you, and so mentors teach people. And then you get coaches who inspire the mentors. And then obviously you have your leadership team that sits above that. All right, so those three leadership growth triads is recruit employees, recruit mentors who train the employees, and then you recruit coaches with inside your organization who inspire the mentors. Yeah, very powerful, isn't it? And one of the things we need to understand from when we recruit coaches is we need to recruit them in a way who can inspire through Listening is the sound of intelligence, so they need to be very good listeners. And they also need to be very curious. So answers are only as good as the questions. So as a leader, your job with those that, are, that you've recruited as coaches is to help them ask greater questions and ensure that they're prepared to listen. And listen with intention and absolute presence. As Richard Branson once said, train people well enough so they can leave. Treat them well enough so they don't want to. So you need to be always constantly growing and evolving your employees so that they become better people, better employees, more skilled, but you've got to treat them well enough so they don't want to lead. There is nothing more beautiful than teaching, coaching and mentoring people the immense pride and enjoyment you get out of seeing someone grow is supported by the benefits you receive by teaching and coaching. You learn more about yourself. You tend to reflect on your own habits and routines and you provide an opportunity to learn new ways of doing things. Peter Drucker once said, people learn the most when teaching others. As a CEO leader, you have a huge responsibility to not only prepare your people for their work, but also prepare them for life. More than just teaching skills, you have an obligation to teach them to find and understand their purpose. Because once, pe once people understand their purpose, you then have to work with them to connect it with the purpose of the company and the work that they are completing every day. People are the only sustainable thing in an organization or team. I'll repeat that again. People are the only sustainable thing in an organization 
or a team. Let's have a look at an example here. The New Zealand All Blacks rugby team's win rate over the last 100 years is over 75%. It's a phenomenal record, an achievement matched by no other elite team in any code around the globe. I believe the next best team is Manchester United at around 62%. However, in 2004, the All Blacks weren't in a great place with their team culture issues, low morale, disjointed purpose, and declining performance. The team management and senior players came together and decided that they needed a fresh culture where individual character and personal leadership were emphasized. They developed a new mantra, better people make better All Blacks. Now, James Kerr, who wrote the book Legacy, um, quoted in the book, better people make better All Blacks but they also make better doctors and lawyers, bankers and businessmen, fathers, brothers and friends. This decision to develop a new mantra, better people make better all blacks, helped result in a remarkable turnaround within the team achieving a win rate of just over 90% since then, including two Rugby World Cups. They literally swept the sheds and turned the focus to leaving the jersey in a better place. There is nothing more rewarding than teaching people to become better than themselves than ourselves. Many CEOs and leaders are afraid of the people they work with, becoming better skilled, better leaders, and better people than they are. It's all about ego, and they need to realize that way of thinking is hindering the progress of both the company and themselves. As a CEO and leader, you need to learn how to create a mindset where you are proud of people growing above you, rather than being afraid of it. James Kerr also spoke about in Legacy, Understanding this responsibility creates a compelling sense of higher purpose. It's a good lesson for all of us. If we play a bigger game, we play a more effective game. It's important to consider that employees are your greatest brand ambassadors. When people are buying a product, they are looking for an emotional connection rather than a material connection. Your people are at the heart of creating the emotional connection the buyers crave. It is important that you create an environment where your people are passionate about selling an experience, a new way of doing something, a feeling or a dream. As they say, people sell, not products. You know, people are more interested in the why you are doing rather than what you are doing when it comes to joining your community, purchasing a product or doing a deal with you. you know, why did the company begin? Why does it act and interact in the way it does? And why do your people turn up every day? Your people need to be aligned in the collective purpose of the company. You know, be passionate about the purpose and live and breathe it every day.
How are you serving people that matter? Lao Tzu, famous quote, Give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. Enjoyment and happiness are the number one retention tools in the world. For people to enjoy their work and be happy in the workplace, they need positive relationships, purposeful work, opportunities to learn and grow and have some skin in the game. Forget a tunnel vision, a tunnel vision focus on the bottom line and profit aligned to productivity and begin focusing on creating an enjoyable and happy place that people love turning up to every day. Remember that productivity is not about what you produce. It's about what you accomplish. So what are people accomplishing every day? Not what are they producing? What are they accomplishing that actually matters to them, matters to the company, matters to the people the company serves? Appreciation and recognition drive the human spirit. You know, confidence and self-esteem are some of the most vulnerable human characteristics. We often look for the negative things, those that aren't going right, and focus on them rather than emphasizing the, the great things people are doing. If you're always focusing on the negative aspects of your company's or people's work, you're not going to develop the trust and loyalty of your people. The coach leadership approach is really powerful. As Benjamin Franklin once said, tell me and I forget. Teach me and I will remember. Involve me and I will learn. How are you involving and serving the people who matter? Look at ways you can reward and recognize the efforts of your people more often. This helps to build confidence and self-esteem, especially if you can create an environment where people feel appreciated for their work, while also learning how to improve in areas that need attention. Remember, without confidence, it's impossible for people to perform at their best. Just watch a tennis tournament. or a golf, a professional golf tournament. So how are you leading your people? Are you prepared to go the extra mile to help them succeed? Do you allow ownership and accountability for your employees to carry out their responsibilities? How often do you tell your employees how much you value them? What ways do you recognize their achievements? Not just at the end of the year, but on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Do you provide your employees with the ultimate customer service? 
how do you react when you have good and bad news that you need to relay to your employees? Your people are your greatest asset. Take the time to communicate with your people, listen to them and ask questions that improve their understanding and bring them closer to the purpose of the company and what they want to achieve in life. Find ways to reflect on how you interact with your people and seek new ways to communicate more effectively, effectively. You have a great responsibility. I'll leave you with one final quote in today's episode. It's from Confucius. If you think in terms of a year, plant a seed. If in terms of 10 years, plant trees. If in terms of 100 years, teach the people. How are you serving people that matter? If you found this episode has a major influence on you, then please share with your community of influence and proximity so they too can be a world-class leader. Now, coming up on episode 114 of Active CEO Podcast, we have Paul Dunn from B1G1. So buy one, give one fascinating guy who has uh, had four TEDx talks or four TED talks, just a powerful thought leader and extreme carer and giver in life. Join me in listening to what will be a highly energizing and enjoyable conversation. To learn more about breaking the CEO code, then please go to www craigjohns.com.au or join the conversation on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram by searching Craig Johns or Craig Johns Official. I'm Craig Johns. This is the Active CEO Podcast where the ordinary don't belong. Join the Active CEO movement by visiting www.nrgtoperform.com That's N-R-G number two perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG to perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the NRG to perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next Active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.